Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. It's a Tuesday. It is great to be here live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, our herd hierarchy in 90 seconds. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. You know, I said I was going to let my hair grow because of Nick Wright, who had very much a beatnik feel to him on this show. And I think you're starting to see I'm letting my hair grow, and I like what I see. I like what I see. I really do. Are you expecting me to say something nice and positive? You don't need to say anything. I just want you to observe what you're watching here, a historic hair growth moment for me in the herd. First of all, when I first started this network, I couldn't get the color right. So I've got the color right, but the length I'm toying with. You know, you didn't say anything about me taking taking the mustache off. By the way, I noticed that. Oh, you did. You just didn't want to say anything. Uh, Well, I didn't want to. um, I didn't love it, but it's not my call. Wait, you didn't love the mustache? Well, it's your face. Really? What did your wife say? Well, they hate it, of course. Yeah, you know, Ann didn't like my it daughter. I, get rid of it. Yeah. Ann, it what was watching? No, when I had mine, oh. Ann didn't like mine. So Ann makes the calls. We're we're talking about me, my mustache, not yours. Okay, just for a second, let's go back. Let's okay. talk about you. <laughs> what do you think of me? Okay. Um, all right. So you ready to go on this thing? Let's fire away. All right, the herd hierarchy. Fire away. Herd hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top ten NFL teams according to college. Number 10. I know you're going to laugh, but I trust the coach and the quarterback, the L.A. Rams. Stafford has 300-plus passing yards in three of the four first games tied for the most in the league. He's always been a great come-from-behind quarterback, and we have to acknowledge that Puka Nakua is the rookie of the year if C.J. Stroud doesn't win it. This kid's unguardable. It's incredible. And I said in the offseason, they're old in spots, but offensively, they got dudes. 
They've remade the offensive line, moved guys around. The Rams have the coach and the quarterback. Aaron Donald remains dominant. He's the second highest graded defensive lineman on PFF. Tyler Higby, Cooper Cup comes back. They've done all this without Cooper Cup. I have him at 10. Number nine. Detroit Lions. Listen, last 14 games, they've won 11. We got to acknowledge they're pretty good. Their defense, which we have criticized, it's now number four. They have a real pass rush. 12 sacks last two games. I've always thought Jared Goff against the spread is money. He's underrated. They have drafted and developed well. They have been patient. I look. I like what I see. Detroit at number nine. Number eight. The Seahawks. They don't give the ball up. One giveaway all season. They lead the NFL in sack differential. 16 sacks. So they're getting after the quarterback. They don't give the ball up. They've empowered their run game. They drafted what appears to be a star corner. Charbonnet, Charles Cross, Kenneth Walker, Witherspoon, Woolen. They've hit back-to-back draft home runs. They've got a Hall of Fame-level coach. They're playing well. Take week one out for the Rams. Beat Detroit in Detroit. I don't know. They're winning road games. Traveling across the country, I have Seattle at eight. Number seven. Lamar Jackson's good. Can we stop? Second in completion percentage in the league, and you view him as a running quarterback. They lead the NFL in red zone touchdowns. A lot of teams struggle in the red zone, even good teams. Not Baltimore because of Lamar. This kid overcomes more than anybody. Sometimes his own injuries, sometimes receiver injuries, O-line injuries. Now they, you know, they they faced a backup quarterback. That helps. But I love their culture. I love Lamar, Baltimore at seven. Number six. The Cowboys. All their wins are by 20 plus points. They lead the NFL in turnover differential. They speed the game up. Now, that may not matter for the Niners, but that's what they do. Opposing quarterbacks, passer rating against the Cowboys this year, 55. That's it. Lead the NFL in third down percentage. Opposing quarterbacks have struggled with or without Trayvon Diggs. Their defensive front has playmakers. Cowboys at six. Number five. Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts has won 21 of his last 22 games. I don't even think they're playing that well. They have the best O-line, D-line combination in the league. 4-0 for the second straight year. They were 8-0 to start last year. And listen, one of the things about Jalen Hurts that I like, there's no dink and dunk here. They have seven completions and four touchdown passes of 25-plus yards. If you start crowding the box with them, they will burn you over the top. So they're not playing well, and they're 4-0. How many teams in football could say that? Number four. Miami. Number one scoring offense, better for a track meet than an alley fight. Their weakness is this isn't a very good defense, and it's not a very good offensive line. What it is is a very, very accurate quarterback, the fastest team in the league at wide receiver, a brilliant head coach, maybe ahead of the league in their motion offense. But in the end, this is a team built for high-scoring affairs. New England and Buffalo's defense gave them problems. Miami at four. Number three. So Kansas City could use their receivers, but has a significantly better defense than Miami and a much better offensive line. Patrick Mahomes, least sack quarterback in the NFL this season, only been hit twice. Now, some of that's he runs around. But I love their defense. They've held opponents to 21 or fewer points in all four games. Their issue, and I think it's a real issue, they may have to address at the trade deadline. Outside of Kelsey, they just don't get enough separation. They... Even with Mahomes, look at what they're scoring. They need 
a big play receiver. I'm not talking Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. It is an issue, and I'm not sure it's solvable with their wide receiving personnel. Number two. I know everybody falls in love with Buffalo when they start rolling down teams, but they have done something that I like. They are far less dependent on the big play. They're running the ball better. Josh Allen's running less. Josh Allen's completion percentage is 75%. So what they always had is the ability to be Superman and fly above the clouds. But they didn't do the little things right. They were bad at details where Cincinnati and Kansas City were great at those. Now they can run the ball without Josh. Now their completion percentage is 75%. They have buttoned up a lot of the issues we've had with them. Now maybe, you know, October, November comes around, but they're not just home run Buffalo. They've gotten better at small ball and little things, and it's noticeable. Number one. I mean, what do you want me to say with San Francisco? I mean, everybody loves the Cowboys, and they're a, and they're a favorite, all right? Over a field goal. Highest graded defense. Hall of Famers everywhere. 14 straight regular season wins. Purdy doesn't make any mistakes. Christian McCaffrey should be in the running for MVP. I, I think San Francisco, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Miami kind of feel different. Now, throw in Philadelphia. Feel a little different than everybody else in the league. I do think it's impressive that Philadelphia hasn't played well and is 4-0, but that is my herd hierarchy. And I know I can tell you right now what Nick Wright joining us live is going to say. I can tell you right now. I, I, I'll, let me guess. You're going to say, oh, Colin, Buffalo, Buffalo. Wow. And, and it's fair. But I will say that you have to give credit where credit's due. And they used to be just howitzers everywhere, no details. Yeah. They do look like yeah. they figured out the small stuff, which, by the way, is what Andy Reid masters in. Not only the big plays, mm -hmm. they're so tight. Buffalo's pretty good. Can you yeah. acknowledge that? Okay. So I haven't even spoken yet. You just <laughs> – uh, that's not actually what I was going to say. What I was going to say was, did you call me a beatnik? Before I came on, was that the term you used? But instead, I will focus on the back-to-back -back September champions and the back-to-back -back September MVP, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. This is their sweet spot, man. Pre-Halloween, wowing everyone, and I get it. Everyone correctly is saying, Nick, we've got to downgrade the Chiefs for playing a team as bad as the Jets, barely winning, and Mahomes having two turnovers, which is why we're elevating a team that lost to the Jets whose quarterback <laughs> had four turnovers. I mean, I, the, everyone is so prisoner of the moment. The Chiefs looked kind of bad against the Jets. The Bills lost to the Jets, and we're elevating them. But that's fine. Listen, I got no problem with it. I'm happy for Buffalo. The folks in upstate New York are good people. I went to college up there. Yeah. They don't win championships, so a <laughs> September championship is about as good as you can hope for. Now, where I will give your herd hierarchy credit is this, and I might have this team even a touch higher, the Seattle Seahawks deserve a lot of respect, and that to me is a sneaky, scary team. Everybody is just, just handing the Niners the NFC West. Maybe. 
Or maybe the Niners lose to the Cowboys this week. And the Seahawks, if you look at, they have a bye this week. What yep. their schedule is before, they have just a brutal four-game stretch late in the year where they go Niners, Dallas, Niners, Eagles. Seattle, much like Kansas City, Colin, played a ton of rookies last year. Yes. Now all those guys are improved players. You played two rookie tackles. They, their offensive line's been banged up. They're winning anyway. Geno has played excellent again in the in inside of this offense, and they're getting Jamal Adams back. We're supposed to have him back last night. He got like two plays. And the number five pick they got from the Russell Wilson trade, Devon Witherspoon, yeah. they look like they have two awesome corners in yeah. Reek Woolen and w- Witherspoon. I like Seattle a lot, so I like the hierarchy, and I got no problem. Give Buffalo their September flowers. They've earned it. So everybody was giving the Jets a moral victory, but I said, this is what great teams do. Uh, they get out to a lead scuff around for a couple of quarters but in the end Zach Wilson fumbled on the biggest drive and then Mahomes got it and went 724 slid toyed manipulated it's like yeah yeah, that's exactly what good teams and good franchises do to bad teams and bad Mm -hmm. franchises I thought that seven minute Mm -hmm. 24 second drive by Mahomes is just such it felt almost Brady but with more scrambling you outplay him you got him in a corner yeah you're gonna and they figure out a way the the great Jets yeah. defense caves with seven and a half minute drive. That was yeah. my take. So let's what, let, yeah. let's talk. Okay, so I have a few takes there. First of all, let's talk. I saw the show yesterday. I know Jay Mack and Sauce Gardner very upset about the officiating. So let's talk about the officiating, which clearly favored the Chiefs, aside from, you know, the safety that wasn't a safety <laughs> that the ref came on the broadcast and said, yeah, that's a bad call. And the horse collar that was actually just a regular tackle that the ref came on the broadcast and said, yeah, that was the wrong call hurting the Chiefs. And even Sauce, Sauce had a very interesting comment where he said, I didn't hold him late. Colin, if I say to you, I didn't rob your house Tuesday, does that mean I didn't rob your house? Or I'm like, I didn't do it that day. Saul seemed to be admitting to the obvious hold on MVS early in the route. But even if they had thrown a flag on, and then the, the missed hold, the third and 22, oh my God, they missed a hold in the home scramble. There had already been a penalty on the Jets on that play. So it would have been offsetting. So what do I think Patrick would have done? Well, on third and 12, he ran for a first down, and they called it back. Then on third and 22, he ran for a first down. So if they had called it back, I bet he would have found a way because that's what he does. And this is what I want to bring to you. Is Patrick Mahomes the most reliable scrambler we've ever seen? And by that, I mean this. He's not the most dynamic, and he doesn't do it the, the most, and he's not as pow- overpowering as Josh Allen or as graceful as Lamar. Understand all of that. But, Colin, has there ever been a quarterback in your life that when he takes off, you're more confident he's going to get exactly how far he needs to? Yeah. If he needs nine yards, he's getting ten. He seems to only run when he knows he can get it. Yeah. And here's a crazy stat that you're not going to be able to find anywhere because if you look at Mahomes' career rushing average, it's 5.2 per carry. But that's because he's done so many kneel downs. If you take out kneel downs, he's 7.2 yards per attempt, 
which is more than Allen, more than Lamar, more than Fields. So he's the most talented passer ever and might be the most efficient running quarterback ever. That's why he can have a D-minus game against a great defense and still have to hit the mercy button to not score 30. Well, I think Steve Young had that ability, and Young and Mahomes are two of the smartest That's quarterbacks. That's a great one. Yeah, they're, they're two of the smartest people that have ever played quarterback. I always I tell people this about Mahomes, uh, you know, when, when you discuss it. I said, people, because he's so gifted, uh, and Steve Young was so talented, at some point you're like, we always said with Manning, Peyton Manning, he's a genius. Well, so was Steve Young and Mahomes, but they were so dynamic, you don't give them credit for that. Patrick's ability in running isn't just his ability to run. To your point, he's not as dynamic. He is so smart. He's so intuitive. He knows when to run. And like the yep. Super Bowl with a bad with a bad he's really one of the smartest quarterbacks in league history. Now, I said this earlier today. The silver lining to the Giants is there's about Ooh. five teams in the league we know are bad and they're one of them. You can get yep. out of the Daniel Jones contract in 2025. They're going to have a shot yep. to pick the second, third, fourth best quarterback in the best college quarterback prospect draft ever. I draft another quarterback. And Daniel Jones is big, of young, course. athletic, and the contract 2025, you're out. You can move him for a fourth-round pick. The Niners got a fourth-rounder for Trey yeah, Lance. So my takeaway is the silver lining for the Giants is Dayball can't fix him, draft another quarterback, but we have to come to terms here. This doesn't work. That's not hyperbolic, right? Of course. That's exact. No, of course it's not. I mean, it's exactly right. The, and if, if they have a top five pick and they don't draft a quarterback, that to me is just unforgivable. Like it, it, everything you said there is exactly right. Now, yesterday, I am not putting the entirety of last night on Daniel Jones. Right. That Seattle defensive front annihilated their offensive line. But he is who he is. And aside from the second half of one game this year, he and, and the whole team, but particularly the offense, has been absolutely abysmal. Colin, they have the worst point differential in the NFL, despite the fact that Denver lost by 50 <laughs> and we're only four weeks in. Yeah. And so, yes, of, of course you're right. The, my only gripe with the Giants, and I guess you can't do anything about it now, is everyone, I thought, acknowledged the reason the franchise tag exists was for the exact scenario you had with Daniel Jones. A quarterback that you were unsure of, who in his in his contract year had a good season, but you don't want to commit too long term. They had it sitting right there. And instead, because they didn't want to overpay a running back, they gave Daniel this contract that you're right, they can get out of in two years, but a franchise tag is just done after one year with no dead money. So that was a huge, to me, whiff by Joe Shane, the, office, the general manager. But of course, you can't double down on the mistake by just riding with Daniel Jones in perpetuity when he obviously is not the guy. Obviously. You know, one of my favorite um, things about you when I first heard you is uh, you're willingness to say things that you know you'll get pushback on but you're always willing to move the football and take chances and you said something on my podcast at the volume which got a lot of play even on local radio here in los angeles i was listening is that we all know that as good as a tj watt is he's not worth a point right like as good as stefan yeah. diggs is he's probably the, worth to the vegas spread yeah one point yep 
Caleb Williams tomorrow is worth four on a bad team, six on a good team, eight on a great offensive line team. And that you said something about Caleb Williams, and I want you to repeat it here about his value. I think he's one of the six most valuable quarterbacks alive. I think that right now, this moment, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, that's for me the entire list. I know you include Justin Herbert, yeah. and some people might include Jalen Hurts, yeah. but that is the furthest end of it. Every other quarterback alive, he's more valuable than. Meaning, if you get the number one pick of the draft and someone calls you and says, I'll trade you Dak Prescott for it, I hang up on him. Calls you and says, I'll trade you Bryce Young for it, I hang up on him. If they call you and say, I'll trade you Lamar Jackson for him, I like you, Lamar, I hang up on them. There are certain guys, and I know people say, oh, you never know, it's a crapshoot. Sometimes, and sometimes you have a player who the first moment he walked into college football. He was in playing at Oklahoma in the biggest rivalry in the country, Texas OU, as a freshman, down 21 points and brought them back and has never looked back since. Yep. He is now playing this seat after winning the Heisman Trophy. He is far better this year than last year. He's made one mistake the entire year, and the only reason his numbers aren't better is because up until this past week, he'd been being taken out in the fourth quarter of all these games. He is, in my opinion, Colin, and here's the other thing. I think he might be the new prototype, and by that I mean there were once upon a time it was 6'4 and above, statuesque, in the pocket, those quarterbacks. That is not what we're looking for anymore. He is big enough. He is strong enough, and he is creative on a level we really have only seen Mahomes be. Yeah, I mean, I this is why the Bears should not be devastated. Chicago, use your pick on Caleb. Use the Panthers' pick on Marvin Harrison. Then go pluck Ben Johnson, the Lions' offensive coordinator, away from a divisional rival. Make him your head coach and go roll. I... I, I am not trying to overhype it. Yeah. I, I, I did, you know, I liked Baker coming out. There are other guys I've liked coming out. The only other person I've been this confident on is Trevor. And I just think he is generational upon generational, and I think it's legit with him. All right, I only have a couple of minutes left, but I wanted your take. For years, yeah. you have uh, accurately, to some degree, said, you know, Boston wins the offseason. They stockpile picks. They don't win. <laughs> yeah. But I did think... Porzingis made them more dynamic, though I don't trust him to play over 55 games. But Drew Holiday is a much better offensive player than Marcus Smart. They'll be less reliant on Tatum to save every fourth quarter. I kind of think they jump Milwaukee here. I think Boston gets to the finals. Am I nuts? No, well, I don't think you're nuts. It's obviously like a – I think they are – Pardon me. I think relying on Chris Stapps is a risky bet. Right, right. But even remove him. 
Drew, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum as four of your five starters, even though their head coach Joe Missoula doesn't value defense the way Udoka did, they will be a top three defense in basketball by default. You have three outstanding defenders in Drew, Derek White, and Jalen Brown, and one good defender in Jason Tatum in your starting lineup. So I really do like what they did. And I think they needed Marcus Smart was the first guy of the young guys there. He was there before Tatum, before Brown, and he kind of took too much ownership of the offense late in games, so that could be a little addition by subtraction. So I do really like what Boston did. I just think the Giannis-Dame pick and roll might end up being the most dynamic, unguardable play in the sport this year. So it's not so much that I am not believing in Boston as much as I think Giannis's destiny is to be one of the 15 greatest players ever to live. In order to do that, he needs to start making a bunch more finals, and he now has, other than Steph, the perfect complement to his talent because of the floor spacing. So I really like what Milwaukee did. But Boston deserves credit, and Miami lost the Dame trade twice. Tough spot, man. You lose out on Dame, and Milwaukee gets better, and then you lose out on Drew, and Boston gets better. Tough spot for the Miami Heat. As your mentor in America's Honesty Broker, I want to wish you a happy birthday, but also acknowledge for your birthday, instead of getting a present, a physical present, my present to you is you deal with stress playing poker or smoking cigars, and one of those has to go, and I think yeah. you know which one it is. So, what are you going to give wow. your? What are you going to wow. give? Your, I worry about wow. you. Wow! Is this an on-air intervention? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm obviously not going to quit gambling. So, I guess Colin Goward's telling me I got to quit smoking. All right, that's fine. No problem, Coward. I'll do that for you for my birthday. You know what I thought you were going to give me for my birthday? What? As my richest friend, a bunch of money. Instead, you're making me quit smoking. Thanks for nothing. Talk to you later. <laughs> Nick Wright, happy birthday to my friend. First Thanks, things pal. first is the fastest growing show on cable and sports. He's crushing it. When you're somebody's mentor, you have to occasionally give them something beyond a physical gift. That's what I thought I was doing there. Maybe it came off wrong. It landed poorly. But the intention was good. Like I was going to tell you, get rid of the mustache. But you know what? It's not my place. Really? You were going to say that? No, I wasn't. I got some props from some guys here on the staff. They liked it. They were like, good change of pace. Listen, nobody has a curveball like me in this business, okay? I can go (laughs) fastball, curveball, off speed, change up, knuckle. You're you're Clayton Kershaw of the industry, no question. My bag is deep. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball 
law for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, welcome back. A lot of stuff going on today. A lot of moving parts. Very happy with the show today. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So I said after week one, Brock Purdy would be an MVP candidate because I think they're just going to win a lot of games. Well, now Christian McCaffrey's the guy getting talked about in the MVP discussion. Monster game against Arizona, 177 yards, four touchdowns. It's making things easy for Brock Purdy, who had this to say about C-Mac. He's a freak. Um, he does everything for us, obviously. Can run the ball, uh, can run routes out of the backfield, can line up as a receiver and run routes. Um, he does everything, man. So we're thankful for him. He's a dog. He, he takes you know some hits. But, um, man, he, he just keeps going. And uh, all you got to do is get the ball to that guy in space, and he does the rest. So very thankful to be playing for him, or with him. Running backs matter, buddy. I know people don't want to say that. When you're Christian McCaffrey level. Like, I will say this. Jonathan Taylor's out there. Niners defense in the red zone. Not as good as it's been. Dallas forces opposing quarterbacks to a 55% QB rating. You love that that number. Dallas is the side. Three and a half. Goes to four. Better the weekend. Can I just remind you that the quarterbacks Dallas has faced is Zach Wilson, the immortal Daniel Jones, Josh Dobbs, and Mac Jones. That is the ultimate poo-poo platter of quarterbacks right now. Well, Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock Purdy's going to beat him this weekend. All right. You really feel confident about Dallas, huh? I'm not saying... No, I'm just saying that if you've watched San Francisco, and I've watched almost every snap, their defense is not as tight as it was last year. You lose D'Amico Ryans. I mean, people in the building in San Francisco told you D'Amico Ryans is as... And this includes Robert Sala. they, they they, They were like, that dude is special. And they love Sala. So I'm just saying, Sala's been a very good defensive coach in New York. So I'm just telling you, their defense to me is not as tight as last year. It's not the same. They're they're more offensive dominant this year, it feels like, but not as defensive dominant. They're putting up 30 points like it's nothing. No, and yeah. the, the guy to watch in this, I know we're talking about McCaffrey here, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, boy, okay. is he explosive. I don't know how you do he, he looks like, Whoa. he's starting to look like a number one receiver. Oh, I think and he by is. The way, I love how they can go Debo Samuel one week. Ayuk the next. They've got Kittle. McCaffrey's every week. Like, uh, what do you do with Ayuk? Do you put Gilmore on? Then it's going to be Debo eating. I'm just this. This Niners team is deep. They're just there's no weaknesses here uh, at the skill position players. Next up, let's go to the Patriots. 
Mac Jones, your guy. Yes, he's your guy. You love him. You're a big Mac Jones I fan. Did. You have a Mac Jones jersey at home. Don't lie. New England is one and three. Mac Jones turned the ball over three times against Dallas. Two of which went the other way for touchdowns. Brutal. He's still confident he can turn it around. Mac Jones. I think um, for me, I just got to go out there and win some games. Um, and that's what it all comes down to uh, is going out there, doing my part. Um, I'm, I'm working hard. I know I can do it. I have to believe in myself. And, you know, I didn't really give him a lot to believe in the other night. But um, I will show that I, I can do it. And that comes from hard work and, and trusting myself and trusting them. Uh, new information equals new opinion. In the last two weeks, I've gotten information on Mac I don't love. And uh, I don't think he has a lot of alliances in the building. I think all those cheap shots. We know last year it was reported that he made the coaches furious leaving the building for advice. So he's um, the cheap shots, ineptitude, lack of leadership, bailing on the coaches. Not a good building right now. Are you surprised Belichick didn't leave him in to try to get him some confidence? Like one drive. Hey, make something happen. Get some, Build some confidence for the next game. Yanking him in the third quarter. That's early. Did you see how bad he was? Of course I did. I, I think I, the I backed team. him like a moron. I, I was on the Patriots. So was I. Was I. Like, um, by the way, the news on their defenders is brutal. Judon looks like he's probably out for the season. Small chance he comes back. Gonzalez unclear how long he'll be out, but it's a shoulder. Did you see the game this week? It'll be a shocker if both those... I mean, if, if Gonzalez plays this week. The line is down to one against the Saints. Uh, I think the Saints is one of the better players on well, the board. Well, you said yesterday this is the coaching mismatch of the century. I did. <laughs> New information. If Judon's out for the year, it's not the same. Right. If Gonzalez and Judon, who I think are the two of their three most talented defenders, are out, well, you're not getting anything from the offense. Well, that's the thing, yeah. By the way, how many times did they get to the red zone against the Jets two weeks ago in that win? Zero. They didn't get to the red zone once. Like, the offense can't move the ball. Saints defense is going to be fired up after that. After Do you know how Baker crazy this draft is going to be? This is going to be the greatest draft in league history. It's going to be the highest-rated draft easily. We got we got at least four, probably six first-round quarterbacks. And I mean, these, these teams are big markets like Atlanta, Chicago, New York. Big brands. The digital side wants me to do a mock draft this week, and I was looking at Riley Leonard, the guy you like. I do. Um, he got dinged up against Notre Dame. A little bit, yeah. Still think he's a first-rounder? Absolutely. I think Michael Penix. Well, we know Bo Penix is Nix, I'm not Drake okay, May. Bo Nix or Quinn Ewers? Who do you like better? I think Quinn Ewers has a better arm. I, I like Ewers, man. Yours. I think he's probably a top 15 pick. I know people are like, ah, Jason. He's on. definitely a first round. He's gotten so much better. And yes. just forget about first impressions. Like, he's improved. That happens. Final story is the Rams. Uh, they're making me look bad. I'm not going to lie. I was banging on them all offseason, and they have looked incredible. Um, let's see here. Matt Stafford had that game-winning drive despite a hip contusion. McVay said Stafford will be good to go in week five. Cooper Cup, baby! Cooper Cup is set to practice this week after a hammy. I don't um, know how much he's going to play, but, but for the record, if you, watched, if he's going to have play. you watched Aaron Donald? He remains well. unbelievably dominant. Uh, God, that guy's... without their starting center, so let's... Well, say what? I think Ryan Kelly missed the game last week, and, and that's part of the reason Donald's eight. Um, he will be going up against Mr. Kelsey this week, the Eagle Center. Let's see how it goes, Okay. Listen, I was at the last Eagles-Rams game. It was a home game for the Eagles. Oh, it the one be. where Carson Wentz got hurt a few years ago. 
All those tickets go this into game's Stan so Kroenke's wallet. He it's going to be like 67% Eagles fans. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, I mean, listen, nothing to do in Philly. I'd come out here, too. That being said. <laughs> wow. That being said, um, Eagles secondary just got diced up by Mr. Sam Howell. Yeah. Stafford's going to have some success. And if Cooper well, comes back with, with Puka. But are you, did you hear his nickname? Pakuna Matata? He's That's what they're calling him? Great kid, great story. Awesome. Well, I love that guy. Uh, he's carrying my fantasy team. But a group in Vegas hit this game. It went down yesterday five and a half to four and a half. So someone seems to think that the Eagles may be a little overvalued here. Well, they I haven't just played say it, a great game yet, and their secondary is an issue. Let's just remember, Eagles' defensive line can be dominant. They didn't look great against Washington. I don't know. Is this blazing five material or stay away? Stay away. On a little bit of a heater. Listen, you know the saying, never get too high, never get too low. I know. When you were 09 and 1, I was like, Colin, you got this. Now you're what, 7 and 3, 7 and 3? But I made an executive decision yesterday. Next year, because I almost did it this year, I'm not doing week one next year. Because I because nobody plays starters in the preseason. And why should I guess on the air? I need data. I have to get it okayed by the bosses, but I'm not going (laughs) to. What do you mean weak? Why are you backing down weak? It's fine. Boom to a blazing five. Do a blazing three. You can't pick three games out of 16? Or Mm. I guess 15 because of Thursday night game. Mm. Come on. I don't know. Well, we don't have to worry about it for a year, but I've just been thinking about it. Well, I mean, the audience cares. You know, (laughs) we see it in the Friday show is a big one. I I think they were were all so happy that I went 0-5 and and cost them money. That was the meatballs on the internet. That's not not the real audience. The core audience. You know the guys who say what up to you in restaurants? That's the core audience. They don't say what up. What do they say? (laughs) They wave. They wave? Well, occasionally they'll say to their wives, there goes America's honesty broker. They do not say that. And she says, he's a relatively handsome man for his age. That's the conversation. Yeah, is your wife's in town this weekend, huh? Yeah, she's coming in. Very excited. Are we going to, like, double date or anything? You can't just throw this out of the air. Well, that's the news. (laughs) And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. You know, you could DM, you could talk to me off air. These are all discussions not made appropriate. Anne's not watching, right? She has never. Never. No. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gambler.net In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Start Saturday strong with big noon Saturday on Fox. Quarterback Kyle McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. lead the undefeated Buckeyes against the Terrapins. It all starts at 10 a.m. Eastern with big noon kickoff live from Columbus. Then it's Maryland, Ohio State, Saturday at noon Eastern on Fox. In the history of the NFL, C.J. Stroud is unique. He's only the sixth player ever, sixth quarterback ever, all time. First four games, no picks, 300-yard passing average. Very impressive against the Steelers and their defense. So we want C.J. Stroud to work because as you watched Daniel Jones last night, do you like watching average quarterback play? No, we want all these guys to work. Believe it or not, I wanted Baker to work. It's no fun to watch football with bad quarterbacks. A, that team stinks, and it usually deteriorates the entire game, and you get blowouts. We like close games. So, um, But every time a young quarterback shows promise, it's like the next popular show on Netflix. The internet tells you it's the greatest show of all time. I watched an episode of Suits. It was fine. I saw Tiger King. I wasn't a big fan of the Tiger or the King. Take a deep breath. Neither was the Sopranos. Now, C.J. Stroud is really, really promising. He's an adult. He's composed. He's good at the microphone. He's pretty accurate. Uh, He feels like an adult, right? Big, statuesque. Jared Goff with a little more mobility. That was the comp. As I said, going into the draft, it's a good comp. I don't think he has a lot of athletic juice. Anthony Richardson's off the charts. Herbert, Allen, Lamar, Mahomes, I don't see that. But again, 
if the comp is Jared Goff with more mobility, that's like the one knock on Jared Goff. Otherwise, we like the way he throws. Now, teams will get more film. Teams will see tendency. You'll play in cold weather games. You'll actually throw interceptions. How will you react to those? But the early signs are really good, especially because, A, the Texans are asking him to throw a lot. And he's throwing downfield a lot. And his offensive line is just now getting healthy. And he manipulated the Steelers' defense. So there's a lot of really promising signs. I like what I see. He's a professional quarterback. The Jared Goff comp feels accurate. He sees the field. A lot of these guys don't see the field for year two or three. I still don't think Zach Wilson sees the field. This kid sees the field. He can see it all. And they they put a lot on his plate, and he is answering the bell. It's very promising, but I fell in Drew Locke. I fell in love with Drew Locke for about four games. <sighs> then I saw him dance in the sidelines. I sold my stock. Uh, Justin Fields had an eight-game stretch where he completed 65% of his throws. It happens. Guys get hot. Sam Darnold, his YouTube tape is amazing. He'll give you like 12 minutes of stuff you've never seen before. So, But it's very promising. His NFL comp, Goff with more athletic ability, if that's it, what I'm surprised by isn't that Puka Nakua becomes good, that he's good this fast. It's not that C.J. Stroud can't start and be a decent quarterback. It's that he's more than decent like now, which considering the offensive line issues, he doesn't have much of a run game support. Their old line's been beat up. So they've been throwing obstacles at him left and right. Answering the bell looks really good to me. C.J. Stroud this week talking about his hot start. It started all the way back from my 30 visit. Um, when I came around, I sat right in this area, and I, and I poured my heart out to the coaches. They poured their hearts out to me. Let me know what they wanted from a quarterback or if they were going to take one. And I gave it. I gave them what I felt I was. I mean, it feels good. It definitely does feel good to, to work really hard and see it pay off. But for me, it's just the beginning, and I'm super blessed. I mean, for the record, most of the games we enjoy watching, Bears-Broncos was an exception, but it was Justin Fields' best game. It's usually star quarterback games. So last night, or uh, the other night, Mahomes-Zach Wilson, at least one's a star. You get two bad quarterbacks, it's just not good consumption. So everybody should be rooting for C.J. Stroud. Texans have been a bit of a circus. Like if he and D'Amico Ryans, you get the quarterback and the coach right, you can have all sorts of issues. They're a great example of that. O-line's a mess. Don't have a run game. Still rebuilding. Got the coach right. The quarterback appears to be right. It's like you win games in this league. They're 2-2. Two and two. They're not 4-0. They're not 3-1. and one. But you can win a lot of games in this league if you got the right coach and a more than capable quarterback. So it's a great story. A great, great story. Maybe, maybe they get to 3-2. and two, They may sneak in. I don't think the Texans have ever, ever made the herd hierarchy. For the record, the Commanders hadn't either until last two weeks ago. I put them in and they got boat raced. So like the, the herd hierarchy, these players, they get so, they see that they make the hierarchy and they get a little overconfident. So I'm going to try to just slowly bring the Texans into it. Very exciting. Boy, if the Texans make the herd hierarchy before the Jets. Oh, they, well, I, I'm, oh I, I can assure you, they goodness. have a lot of things going on that I like. Be honest about this. And this is one of these things that you just don't know. When you watch CJ Stroud play, he sees the field. Like, a lot of guys don't. Is, for that, a, is that just, is that a minor jab at Bryce Young who can't see the field because no, he's too small? No, it's a jab at, and it's not a jab at anybody. 
But even the great quarterbacks are like, you know, the old term they use. Like, yeah, light went on year three, light went. C.J. Stroud, watch him. Feet move, Mm -hmm. looking around the field. It's like there's a composure there that rookie quarterbacks, even the successful ones, don't necessarily have. Like, he he has no run game at all. O-line's beat up. And he just sits there, looks around. It's like, he's got some composure. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great. But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 